0: PeerPod, the podcast where you are the peers and we are your pod. We're coming to you today from our Thinkspace studio above SciTech Library at the University of Sydney. Before we bring in this week's guests, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we're recording on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Let's get into it.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of PeerPod. This episode is about student societies at university. With us today, we have Taylor, Matt and Jack from student societies at UCID. Do you guys want to tell us, tell everyone what society you are part of, what your role is and what you study at UCID?
2: My name is Matt. I'm the president for the Sydney University Astronomy Society and I study mechatronic space engineering and physics.
0: My name is Jack. I'm the secretary of the Food Adventure Society and I study Biomedical Engineering and Neuroscience.
3: And I'm Taylor. I'm the President of the UCI Quidditch Club, and I do a Bachelor of Arts majoring in English and Performance Studies.
1: That's awesome. Thanks, guys. So, to get started, what do you think are some of the benefits of joining a society as a student?
3: You make friends. <laughs> that's the most <laughs> obvious one.
1: Yeah, that's true.
2: Oh, definitely. I think when I signed up at first year, I... I just went to O-Week back then, it was called, um, and just signed up for everything. And I didn't go to many of those things afterwards, but the ones I did go to I sort of stuck with, um, in particular astronomy. I got roped in as first year rep, and the rest is history after that.
1: That's awesome. How about you? I guess for me, it's,
0: it's just fun. I mean, uh, like you, man. I also join in a lot of societies. Um, I made sure to pick the ones that were free. Because a lot of them do charge $5 and I do hear stories about people who pay, uh, you know, a lot of joining fees and then don't show up to any events and that's just a bad investment. But yeah, I had a lot of fun in my first year. I didn't join as much in my second year, but the ones I did join in first year, I did stick with one or two. And I think for most people, that's enough.
1: Yeah. And what other society, like besides, like, did you that you ended up sticking with?
0: Um, So I do have a bunch of friends in the Chopstick Society. I don't know what it stands for, but it's something. (laughs) (laughs) As well as the Wasabi Society, because I'm really into Japanese culture. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I have a lot of friends there. So I made a lot of connections, and we actually help each other out with events as well. So recently, actually, because Welcome Week is coming up, one of my friends from Wasabi Society messaged me asking me for ideas. <laughs> <laughs> so, in that way, we can collaborate.
1: Oh, okay. What about you, Taylor? Do you have any other uh, reasons? or
3: Reasons okay. why joining a society is good. Um, you get so many opportunities, like especially leadership opportunities. I never thought I would become a president of a society and just like ended up here like through other there was other leadership opportunities as well along the way and I think that was really cool and valuable experience
1: yeah and no, I totally agree I think like meeting new people in first year especially when you're new to university your goal besides obviously studying is just making new friends you know finding and I think even not just friends but making upper year friends like you can end up with mentors that you may not even have planned of and it's the best part is you can join societies that re- might relate to your study, but um, also joining societies of things that you're interested in, whether it's you know it's um, astronomy or whether it's Quidditch or whatever it may be. I think that is so valuable because you get to meet friends, and you guys all have the same interests, and you might even end up you know sticking with that same friend group for a while. So, no, I totally agree. But I mean, I think what a lot of students are also afraid of is oh, is this going to take up too much of my time? Is this, going, like, are they going to include me in the group? Like, what would you say to a student who doesn't really want to join a society from because of these kind of things?
2: I think I can, I can speak. I've been involved in astronomy and rocketry as well, which are two very different sorts of clubs. And when you go into rocketry, we say that we expect you to work about 10 hours a week on this engineering project, and it's a really big commitment But then the way astronomy is run is that it's event based. So we have stargazing trips and you can sign up for just the one trip, come stargazing for a night and then that's it. So there's no ongoing need to be involved on a regular basis. Many members do come back. They really enjoy it and they come back time after time to keep going on these trips. But many also come once or twice and get their fix and then move on and try something else.
1: Okay, yeah, no, I think that's really important to also hear because I, I think one of the misconceptions that people might have about societies is, is, oh my God, now that I've joined, you know, there's going to be like two meetings a week and am I going to be able to handle studying? Especially when you go from the high school to university transition with that coursework just, you know, going off the roofs. But um, what would you say anyone else?
3: Yeah, I Definitely agree like with Quidditch it sounds similar to astronomy in the fact that you can do whatever you like you can go to every single training like I did in first year I had a hundred percent attendance record or you can just go to like one or two events and you still get to be a part of the community and yeah as little or as much as you like you if you find your friends there it doesn't matter how much time you put into it
1: they're your friends yeah, and what about the Food Adventure Society?
0: I think um, our society is a little bit different because, well, we still run on an event basis, so we have events. We used to have them a lot more regularly, so every fortnight and things like that. Now that COVID is sort of sort of backing off a little bit, we're trying, trying to uh, ease back into that fortnightly routine of having... In person events. So, before, what we usually do is uh, offer some like nibbles, food, free food. Everyone loves free yeah, food. Yeah, I think that's like the best part of going yeah. to like
1: society meetings, it's just the free food, especially <laughs> when it's pizza. You know, it's a good society. Oh, no, but
0: this is not uh, just like meetings. So, we have uh, a lot of members that just come for the food, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we don't blame them for that because it's understandable but i feel like it really depends on the society and how they operate so you have some societies that are, are very strict on the attendance and for example sports training is yeah that's, that's completely sometimes. understandable yeah. but also um i have friends in sports clubs at UCID, such as um judo and they tell me oh you can go either five times a week or you can go one time a week. It doesn't matter. Um, You go when you want. So uh, no one's going to hold anything against you. And you really have a lot of freedom.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's actually really good. I think that's probably one of the biggest things. Even as we going from high school to university, I'm sure you guys can relate to just being scared of, you know, oh, what's the society going to take up my time or not? But I guess once you join, it's probably one of the best experiences you'll have. And what do you guys, do you guys have any crazy stories on you know, most notable experience from being in a society? Any good memories? There's so many. <laughs>
3: um, well, maybe I should go with the one that's on my shirt right now, which is Quaffle. Uh, every year we have a tournament against every team in Australia. And this particular Quaffle 2018, we it was on the Sunshine Coast, so we went up. Like, we all made our own ways there, flights, c- road trips, whatever, and then had club accommodation where we all just stayed together, made meals together, went to the beach together, had trainings together, all these sorts of things. And then we had the two-day tournament and then a social event, like, with all the teams from across the country and then made our way home. And it was just such a great experience.
1: Oh, that's, that actually sounds really cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Did you, what about you guys? Um, I'll
0: think, I think I'll think i let Matt go first because I think my experience is quite similar to Taylor's.
2: Well, a couple of years ago now, we had a camping trip up at Kabatee National Park. So I think that was around three or four hours' drive up north. Uh, and it was just for one night. So we got in our cars, drove up. Uh, the road was great, then became a dirt road. So that was, that was interesting for a few kilometres. Then eventually we got to our campsite. Um, we had to, like go past some cows and wallabies and stuff, and eventually we got there, pitched our tents, and we had a barbecue for dinner. So we borrowed the FISOC barbecue. shouted them, the Physics Society. You should join them as well. <laughs> we borrowed their barbecue for the trip, uh, and we cooked, like, sausages and burgers and stuff for dinner. Then we packed up that, um, and we started stargazing for just most of the night. So we had some telescopes there. We also took some blankets, just lay down, looked up at the stars, And for many people, it was their first time being out at a really dark spot. And it's amazing going from the city out to the country, just how many more stars you can see in the sky. It's incredible. Um, And it it was a life-changing experience for many people to just go out there and see that many stars.
1: I think, like, one of the best things about just leaving the city and going to just far away is definitely the sky.
2: (laughs) Oh, definitely. It also gets really cold, though, which (laughs) is... Oh, yeah, 100%. Rescue. We had a gas heater as well, and oh. it got down to minus four at oh. night.
1: What? Yeah. I didn't know Sydney would go. Like, wow. Yeah. No didn't know it went below zero.
2: Like, in the morning, the cars were frosted over. We had a bucket of water for washing up, which was frozen. Oh. Uh, so it, was, it was really cold that night, but it was worth it.
1: You know, it's crazy hearing you say that minus four is cold because, uh, background, I'm from Canada. So just hearing, you know, co- minus four being cold, and then, then my... I call my parents, and they're like, yeah, it's minus 20 today. <laughs> Good day. <laughs> so it's, it's crazy how that, like, perspective of temperatures works out as well. Um, from the food adventure, any crazy stories?
0: Actually, food adventure society. Um, I'm thinking about my experiences in other societies as well. Yeah, so that's most likely also Similar to Taylor, when I was in first year, I joined a usage sports club. So, sports club is slightly different to the societies. They're kind of, like, run by uh, the SASEF. So, it's a little bit different. But I picked up a sport I never played before, but I was slightly interested in, which was baseball. And so, I joined a Uh team full of people that I didn't know at all. And they all came from different – some of them came from different unis as well. Um, So – I met a lot of different people and I played a sport and never played before. And then to uh, the, I guess, the peak of that um, society experience was uni games, which I think for a lot of people who do join sports clubs is a very highlighting event. I got to go to the Gold Coast for the first time. Uh, Oh, Gold Coast is beautiful. Yeah, (laughs) so good. We got to, we, we played sport in the morning. We got to do whatever we want for the rest of the day. And then we all convened in the evening. Um, and maybe I can't talk about some of this stuff. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was Audience good making, making new friends. I think. Uh, yeah, well, I just met so many new people and it was just a great experience.
1: Uh, that, that sounds very memorable. Yeah. Yeah, I think like, I look back, it, I think one of my biggest regrets is because I've already done undergraduate and now postgraduate pretty much takes up all my days of the week. But in undergraduate, I feel like I joined a lot of societies in first year. And one of my notable like memories when it comes to societies was actually the pre-dental society just because I got a lot of help from that, like just um, academically in terms of, you know, learning about requirements, what it could be. But I think one of my biggest regrets is not joining non-school societies as much as I should have because sports um, maybe I'm kind of hopeless with that but just any other because I know there's so many non-school societies like you know ones with interests or even there's food there's wine just there, think of a topic and there's probably a society on it and I just I wish I joined more of those because I look back and I'm like oh free dental society <laughs> <laughs> that's my memory no, but. but
0: also if You think of a topic and there's no society. You can you can make one. Yeah, that's another
1: thing. Like the with societies, you start off as a member, but like Taylor, like you, you Mm. became the president, and it's like it's not just oh you're gonna go and and for especially for people that like leadership roles and they want to do things like that. And let's say you don't find a society that might be your fitting, make a new society, and if you like something, you can kind of get into that leadership role as well like
3: i was just gonna say that how uc quidditch was created because it's only like 10 or less years old i forgot exactly um the girl who made quidditch society she wanted to make harry potter society and usu was like no because it's too close to disney society so she's like okay i'm gonna make quidditch uh, and then it just like somehow grew into what it is. Well, now. But
0: imagine thinking <laughs> Harry Potter is anywhere close <laughs> to being the same as Disney.
1: <laughs> I don't even know. Does Disney own Harry Potter? I, I don't think
2: so. I know Disney bought Marvel, didn't they? Yeah, they yeah, did. they bought Marvel. Yeah, oh, yeah.
1: Not too sure. I there's,
2: just there's still Disney Plus. Oh, but does Disney Plus have Marvel movies? Yeah, it do. does. My brother oh,
1: just got Disney Plus okay. for the year, and he's like all of Marvel. I love Marvel, so. Yeah. That's No complaints. No complaints, yeah. right? Yeah, but does anyone have any other things to say about leadership that we can add
2: on here? I think in terms of astronomy, we were formed in 2017. So that was in my first year of uni. I was there for their inaugural general meeting, and that's when I got roped in as first-year rep because no one else put their hand up. <laughs> so I guess that's the danger of putting your hand up. You might find yourself in a position that you're in still many years later, but it's been great. Um, and then after I was there for about a year... All the previous exec had to move on. Mm. And so once again, no one's put their hand up. So I said, yep, I'll be president. and I'll (laughs) just take it from here. But I was lucky because I'd been in rocketry as well for a year at that point. And I had many good friends there also. So I hyped them up and I brought them across to astronomy. And then they helped me to build it up over the next couple of years. And then we started our trips and movie nights and everything else. And yeah, now it's really got some steam and it's going well.
1: well. That's really great. But what do you guys, um, in terms of leadership or just anything with these societies, is there something that you've learned from these societies that has carried on into your real life or into your studies or anything if you can think of?
0: Time management. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because mm. when you're a member, this um, the time commitment's not as bad and you're free to do whatever you want. But as an executive member, sometimes there are some duties that you can't exactly run away from. So for example, meetings with other execs. Um, if it's scheduled at a certain time, you want to make that certain time. And uh, if my president's listening, sorry, <laughs> because I do uh, come late to meetings sometimes because, you know, balancing work as well. And oh, especially this month, the intensive unit, or oh, it's been quite hectic, but, you know, I'm learning, yeah. I'm learning, <laughs> so forgive me. Yeah.
1: What about uh, Taylor, Matt, anything that you guys have carried on to your real life or studies?
3: I feel like it's just being president, at least, has made me so much more responsible um, because I have to actually coordinate a whole group of people. But even before I was president, I was media communications officer and I found this job listing on UC Careers Hub and it was looking for a, a social media marketing manager. And I was like, I'm not going to get this, but I'm going to apply anyway. I'm going to tell them I do Miko at UC Quidditch and see what happens. And I ended up getting that job. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's crazy. That's awesome. Wow. Are you still in the same role? That's yeah. Oh, okay.
3: Like, I don't get too much work. I can understand why they wanted a uni student because it's a very low-key role, but... <laughs> Yeah, I still have that job. So do you
1: just do like marketing for the university? Or?
3: No, it's for a hairdressing company called Pilaru.
1: Ah, oh. oh, it's just it was just on the UCED. Yeah, page. it was on the oh, Careers okay.
3: Hub. Um, they list do listings for different jobs, and you can go on that and find. Oh, okay.
0: yeah. yeah, but you know what they say: a job's a job; it doesn't matter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I think
0: uni students need that money.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a different note, bud. <laughs> Living on a budget. That's another topic coming up this year, by
2: the way.
0: Yeah.
1: But yeah, Matt, have you transferred anything over?
2: I think one big thing which I've realised from being on exec is that in many uni courses, if you do work as a group together, you're working on internal timelines. So you work out when you're all free to do stuff and then you do it, then it's done. But working with external stakeholders like national parks, USU, you have to always think ahead and think, if I put in this request, for example... It will take time to get processed. Or if I need to make this booking, uh, do we have funds? So go and check the bank account as well. It's all a matter of looking ahead and seeing what are those potential blockers in the way from making this event happen. And I think good leadership is about seeing how those things could all fall apart, if not managed properly, and then doing everything when it's needed in order to make sure none of those little puzzle pieces are out of place.
1: Yeah, no, I think there's so many valuable lessons because another society that I joined in undergrad was uh, just, it was called HOSA at Western. And essentially what it was about is that you mentor someone to do competitions on a certain field of studies. So I put my hands up for nursing and I've never, you know, done anything with nursing. I don't know much about it, but it was still a science st- topic. So I'm like, you know what, I'll just do it. So I had to mentor these like nursing uh Students who were interested in nursing in the future, and just and they would enter competitions with it. And I think as somebody who, but before that, I didn't really do much tutoring or mentoring. But just going out of my comfort zone, I think that's a huge thing as well with societies. Is like getting out of your comfort zone and being able to step into a role, like you said, Matt. You put your hands up, and now you you still here. You're still here, and that's the best part. Like if you don't want to do something, at the end of the day, these societies are just Something that is in addition to school, if you change your mind, that's fine. So I don't think anyone should be afraid to, you know, just put their hands up and be like, you know what, I might just be, you know, like president. And some people don't want to do leadership roles. You know, some people just want to be a member and be casual. I think that's completely fine as well. I just wanted to thank you guys so much for being here, Taylor, Jack, Matt. Um, Just before we end off, do you guys have any last words for Student Societies or any last words to students who are listening?
3: It's just such a great experience. Like this podcast could not do it justice. You just do it. It's great.
0: (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. It's just a lot of fun. Definitely join one when you can. Uh, Join one, join two, join three but don't bite off more than you can chew. And also come visit uh, the Food Adventure Society (laughs) store. Welcome week, March 2nd.
2: Definitely get involved. It's a great opportunity to expand your horizons, meet new people. I've been travelling right around New South Wales, to Brisbane, even to the US with societies. So it's a really great way of just getting out there, exploring stuff beyond your degree and just getting the most out of uni life
1: yeah those are beautiful words guys (laughs) um last words that i can think of i just want to say just join anything just look through the list and if you see something you know you see something related to your program join it if you see something related to your interest just do it and if you if you're unsure like there's orientation week with stalls you can just talk to people there ask them questions and i'm sure there's information online as well But yeah, don't be afraid to join. Well, thank you guys so much for being here today. We will see you again. Please do not forget to subscribe to PeerPod on Spotify, Apple Music, or SoundCloud. Thank you for listening.
0: That's it for this episode. Thanks for stopping by. I'd like to thank the PeerPod team once again for bringing it all together. If today's episode has sparked anything for you, we'd love to hear about it. Drop us a line at peerpod.pla at sydney.edu.au. Catch you next time.